Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. 
Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hello world, welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. It's Dora. Continuing on with this week's topic of first, today we'll explore first dates. Now, this isn't just for romantic dates. This could be for platonic relationships too, or even taking yourself out on a solo date. Case in point, in the past year, I've been learning what it means to date myself. And even though I spend a lot of time alone, When I took myself out on a date for the first time, I was petrified. Now, it was only to the movies, but my mind had made it seem as if I was walking to the altar. I was so nervous about what other people would think and what it would look like, but more on that later. The point I'm trying to make is whether you're going on a solo date or meeting someone, I get it, the nerves can be quite overwhelming. If we're not mindful, there's a lot of internal dialogue that can spook us from this idea of meeting new people. There's a lot of unchecked expectations we may have around dating, which, by the way, is normal. However, if these expectations distract us from being in the moment, they may not be doing us any favors. Dating is meant to be fun, or so I've heard, but it can also be stressful. And this is something I can relate to. If you're anything like me, you may be quick to rush into future thinking. Is this person the one? Will they make a good parent? What if they don't want kids? Much of our predate nerves are caused by the stories we create in our minds. There's the situation itself and then how we relate to it. And understanding that relationship is everything. So get curious about the different stories and ideals you have around dating. Try holding them with a sense of curiosity and try your best to stay open to the possibilities that are ahead. So back to the story about me going on my first solo date. A goal of mine last year was to date myself more. I wanted to find the things I like to do and also the activities I've grown out of. So I decided to take myself on a movie date. Now, in my head, this sounded like a great idea, but in my body, I started to notice those familiar signs of anxiousness arise in the days leading up to my date. With those feelings began the thoughts of, what will people think? How will it look to get popcorn for one and sit in the theater alone? And then I began to create scenarios in my mind about walking into the theater and imagining everyone looking at me as I tried to find my seat, the full gambit. And what's funny is that when I got to the theater, I took a moment to look up and around me, and to my surprise, there were more people alone than there were coupled up. And that shared sense of common humanity completely eased the tension that was filling my body. I ended up having a great time. So what can we do with those predate nerves? Well, work with them. Being nervous about dates is normal. 
So validate how you're feeling. You can say to yourself, it's okay to feel nervous. And that will help you to practice self-compassion, which is always a good thing. And remember, we all want to show up and do our best. But it's equally important to manage our expectations and just simply be open to the idea of connecting. You can also check in with a trusted friend and tell them your thoughts, what you're excited about, and what might be making you anxious. Venting helps. And maybe even share your location if safety is a concern too. Lastly, share how you're feeling with the person that you're meeting. Even naming it in the moment by saying something along the lines of, I'm nervous, can help you calm those nerves and create a moment of connection. You'll be surprised by how vulnerability can help us connect even deeper. We can get so caught up in going on a first date that we forget that we're someone else's first date too. My friend and colleague Eve created two wonderful meditations that will help you work through those first date anxieties. So check out Predate Nerves and Predate Inner Voice in the app. And on that note, I will see you back here tomorrow where we'll discuss navigating our first heartbreak. Until then, take care. <laughs>